Welcome to this episode of Scale is Needed, everybody. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Hey, what up? So, uh, good episode, everybody. It's been good. Good Good night. Good night, night, everyone. everybody. We did it. And goodbye. I feel good about it. Uh, Kyle, let's uh, Mm. let's 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 hear from let's hear from you for a second. I'm curious what what's it like out? What's out? What's it like out in Silver Lake? Uh, beautiful, sunny. I did something that um, I've been waiting to do. I had not done. I Dude, I did plan- this morning as well. Got oh, a yes, you- sunshine in the bee hole. Nice, nice. Exactly. Oh, I, wow. I sunned my bee hole. You were what? Just like what's his face? Perineum sunning. That was the thing. Callbacks. We. So what I did is I went to the Pacific Ocean. So I moved to LA. I had planned, of course, to at some point make the drive from where I am on the uh, in Silver Lake all the way over to the Pacific Ocean, which is you know, I mean, whatever it is, like 30, 40 minutes in some places to get there. Uh, and just didn't do it. And then the world ended. And now I'm locked um, in this laundry room. So finally, I decided, restless as I was, to get into my Volkswagen Golf, white Volkswagen Golf. You can picture it. You know, you can picture it just winding down those Pacific highways. I drove to the coast, went, drove to Santa Monica, and then went up to Malibu, a little bit north of Malibu, and came back down. And it was fantastic. I saw the ocean. I pulled over. I took a picture. And there were a bunch of people there, like a bunch of people, all out, getting the sun in. So uh, it was good. I dug it. Did you run into like Hunter McIntyre doing fucking mile sprints? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. A lot of fitness going on. Mostly a lot of people smoking. But, you know, I figured that, the, you know, beach people, you know. I, I, I don't know beach people yet. I'm a Texas guy. I'm unfamiliar there's, with beaches. There's a, there's a, there's a good, um, there's a good, there's a bunch of really good uh, like fish stands, like fish fry stands mm-hmm. on, on PCH yeah. just north of Malibu. Uh, I would mm-hmm. strongly recommend uh, taking a drive. If you, if you do that drive again, just, just keep going north uh, into, into mm-hmm. Malibu and they're like mm-hmm. directly on PCH. There are a couple of really good ones nice. that are worth stopping by just rad. having some, some fish I, fry. It would, it, which would be rad. I, I'm sure they're not open right now. No, but, of course not. But, no, nothing is open. Nothing's open. No, not at all. The world is over. But one day, you know, we got about another like week of this, I think, and we're pretty much then everything will we'll be yeah. we'll be right back there. It is interesting seeing the restaurants which are open or closed during the quarantine. It's not necessarily the ones you'd expect. A lot mm. of a uh, lot of tragedies lost here in Austin temporarily, at least. Top notch, top notch mm. burgers and fried chicken that is closed right now, so no. can't get any. Wait, is it closed? It's not. It's not closed permanently. I don't think it's closed permanently. Oh, uh, good, good. Yes, I was. Whew, whew. I was worried there for a second. You scared yeah, you're, me. Cliff. You're almost going to make Kyle move back there for a second. I know. Mm-hmm. He has to go and open top notch himself. Yeah, I know. I have to go start working the and the whole sitcom springs out around my life. Working the fr- the grill back there, making burgers, making friends. You know, and it's really it's the community that heals me and allows me to get over my alcoholism. That'd be great. I'll pitch That's that actually, I think, great. I think, I think you're onto something, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. the, it's the, it's the classic trope of like moving mm-hmm. back to take care of your, your mm-hmm. family business, but instead of yeah. the family business or yeah, your family, yeah. you're moving back to take care of like the joints yeah, you yeah. used to haunt. 
Exactly. It's called, uh, the show's called Burger Time, except time is spelled T-Y-M-E, which is the last name of uh, Peter Time. He, you know, he like, he's living in LA, he's living that LA lifestyle, but he's getting all mixed up. He doesn't, re- he can't remember who he is. And then he hears about that, that, the, 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 the hometown burger place going under, he moves back, he flips burgers, you know, he finds himself. That's what happens. People will love this movie and there's a dog in it. The move back is motivated by his actress girlfriend cheating on him with a producer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Just mm. heaving all of his CDs out the window. Why he has so many CDs in 2020, we're not sure, but they just shatter. I'm the new hot, type hot of hipster with, with CDs instead of vinyl. <laughs> I'm the yeah, 2020. It all, yep. it all tracks date-wise. Don't it worry about itself. it. It writes itself. It writes itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Peter Burger time. Peter. Burger time. Peter. Coming fall time. 2021. <laughs> um, speaking of fall 2021, which is probably the next time there will be competitive CrossFit. Uh, no, that's uh, not ugh. true. Um, did you guys, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram. Um, I'm going to get around I, I, to it I, one of these days. <laughs> who? Show of hands. Who follows Armin on well, Instagram? Of course, I, I actually follow I, you on I Instagram. I follow you, of course, but the algorithm just tends to surface butt pictures more so than your posts. <laughs> more butts. So, so it's like that's mostly what I see. Uh, I which find that. makes it a problem to open Instagram in public places on occasion. But, yes. you know, whatever. You got yes. to take the good with the bad. I exactly. find that very hard to believe, guys. Uh, have you have you followed but blocked? <laughs> good. <laughs> Good. That's actually that's how I prefer to be on most people's timelines. Um, I I posted a picture of this thing, uh, this tweet. So this guy tweeted out, uh, basically saying like, "Hey, I'd love to see Rich return to individual competition and go head to head against Matt to prove who the goat really is." Yeah, since like I- Matt's going up for five in a row this year, technically, if the games happen. And uh, Rich, <laughs> Rich responded to it, going, "I don't have anything to prove." And uh, I thought that was really oh. funny. <clears throat> thought that was really funny. That was great. Yeah. Um, but uh, it did it did bring up the question in my mind, which is like not the not the boring question of like, oh, should Rich go individual so that he can go head to head against Matt? Because I, I don't know if that's really that interesting of a question. Mm-hmm. To me, the question is, how do you structure a head to head fitness competition? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's true you can't mm. you, you need a wide enough field so that there's a good point spread so mm-hmm. first I, and last i think i think i might have an idea i'm, I'm going to troubleshoot it with you guys and i'm curious what your thoughts are here right mm-hmm. because the the inspiration is kind of like tennis right because like a tennis game or match mm-hmm. or whatever is made up of multiple sets and each of those sets is made up of like multiple games so you basically yeah you basically like nest in like you know a bunch of sets over the course of a weekend each mm-hmm. set has like multiple events and each one is like a best of so you get mm-hmm. points awarded for the entirety of your performance mm-hmm. and then you can like throw in other things right so you can say all right so uh each each set is a minimum of uh, let's say like three workouts, right? Mm-hmm. And of those workouts, you know, uh, one of them each is written by uh, Matt, and one is written by Rich, and then the <laughs> and then a third one is collaborated on the spot, right? And then over the on course the of on, so like they have to come up with like like all right, I want to do two hundred strict mm-hmm. handstand pushups time, and they're like, no, 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 <laughs> that won't work, right? And then. 
over the course of the weekend Nego- negotiated on negotiated on spot mm-hmm. negotiated hard, on spot hardcore negotiated ruthlessly on the, the spot. remainder the remainder of the events are I, all I like, like pre-programmed I feel, I feel like they might lose time on the negotiation somewhere in there i feel like yeah no, but you, 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 it's you, entertaining you fix that you fix that by you only get to make decisions based on how many events or points you have at that point right mm, so if nice. you have like 30 points you get to make three decisions Hmm. There we go. And then over the course of the weekend, each 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 person gets like one or two or three like straight up vetoes. Like if they Mm -hmm. see a workout and they're like, "Fuck, I'm definitely gonna lose that workout." Like they can veto the workout and just Mm. toss it out of the. And I think I actually think that that would be losing. I think that would be fun to watch. I feel like that'd be really fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah, that's what it is. The veto, the veto doesn't Mm -hmm. save you. It's not a tie. It just awards the winner half points. There you go. There you go. Uh, or, or uh, the, you just you get one veto. A workout gets tossed down. It gets moved down to another workout. So it becomes a strategy of like, like throw in one gr- workout that favors you grotesquely, so that the other person is forced to use their veto, so that your real ten or whatever right below that strategy. Now we're building strategy into a game that usually is just about how big your pecs are. Exactly. So, I think uh, I think I think sure we might Rich be onto something that. here, guys. Yes. I think we might be onto something. Yes. How do we get bigger pecs? Is that what we're discussing? Is that yes. what we're talking about? I believe okay, cool. I believe the answer is push-ups. Oh, okay, push-ups. Is it <laughs> so many push-ups? Is it so many push-ups? That's mm-hmm. by the end of this quarantine, I'm going to have pecs the size of Kansas. I know. It's pretty uh, great. Uh, uh, you guess uh, it, you Kansas the stripper. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh-huh. The. Uh, the, spe- speaking of push-ups, uh, it's a guy. <laughs> I did this workout. Nice. There was a twist I didn't see coming. He's got great pecs. Uh, I did this workout that really tired me out. Um, I got very tired from it, and it's one of those strange. It's like those past era. Uh, you ever do a workout that gets you tired for like three days, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what just happened to me? Like, why did yeah, something yeah. so innocuous?" And it was just strict pull-ups and push-ups. That's all I did. Uh, I did I did uh, a whole bunch of strict pull-ups and push-ups over the course of like twenty minutes. And I I'll think my it. my body just wasn't ready for it because mm. I was I was exhausted for like mm-hmm. three days. I'm still tired. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I uh, did so, uh, and uh, it would make your arms tired. I bet was it my, just physical soreness or was it just a metabolic like a total hit? No, no. It was thing. like the entire system was overloaded is by this workout it, it was like mm-hmm. my my body felt okay like i was, yeah, yeah. It was if katie like if katie like grabbed a lat and squeezed it would be painful uh-huh. but it wasn't really a soreness thing as much as it was yeah. like a i want to sleep for another 15 hours thing well have Again. you have you been was it coming after a layoff had you been working out up to that oh point? I, i've been yeah i've been working out man I've been, oh, I've been, been getting, fitnessing. I, well, you I've need been, to tell uh, me about this workout. Now I've I need been, to know what it is. So I've, I've been getting after it super hard for five days. Yeah. So here, here's, here's what I did. Here's what I did. Cause okay. Uh-huh. So basically my idea is that once a week I should do something with a lot of volume of body mm-hmm. weight stuff. Um, and I picked strict pull-ups and push-ups as like the body weight thing that I should probably work on because those are really, really badass and also tough. And also they get better really quickly. Mm-hmm. So that's a trifecta right there. And, um, what I did was a 20 minute clock, 20 minute AMRAP basically of like five, four, three, two, one strict pushups, 10, eight, six, four, two, or I'm sorry, strict pull-ups, 10, eight, six, four, two pushups. Mm-hmm. So like five pull-ups, 10 pushups, four pull-ups, eight mm-hmm. pushups, and then just repeat that over and over again. 
Yeah. Uh, and it's it's a good I mean it's a good workout. It's not a conditional so, workout. Wait, how at many all, of those did you get through in twenty minutes? Six and change. Oh, okay, gotcha. See, one of those would be my whole workout. It would just be just those two things, like the whole, that whole, just one of those rounds. That's my whole workout. That's yeah. how you avoid getting wrecked for multiple days. You just do that, and you're like, I'm tired, and that's enough. Hashtag tired is tired. Enough. Tired is enough. That's right. <clears throat> Chase, is that does that sound like a good workout? You're the fittest one here. You know, uh, re- reiterate it to me real quick. It's it's I five out, four. As you said, more than two numbers. So it's <laughs> am, it's AMRAP twenty minutes, five four three two one strict pull ups, ten eight six four two push ups. It it seems fine. It seems like yeah. it'd be really easy. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> like fuck it seems you. more boring. But that's that's what I think. You, buddy. Whenever whenever I see like workouts like uh, like it just makes me think of Cindy. It's just like ah, this is gonna be boring. Like it I'm gonna boring. be doing this for mm-hmm. twenty minutes. Uh, I need something with a little bit more flair, a little more pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Like like uh, uh, friend of the friend of the show uh, D Rob posted this workout yesterday, and it was fucking like zero to zero to twenty minutes. You had to get ten rounds of. Uh, Fuck! It was it three sandbag cleans and uh, max cow on the ski erg. Yeah. Mm. So like every minute on the minute, you're doing three cleans and then like fucking uh, rowing or skiing for max cows. That seems like a lot more fun and a lot no. more challenging. And you're crippled. You're crippled afterwards. <laughs> you would be man. crippled after that for sure. No but, doubt about uh, it. You know what? You know what I've been do- doing a lot of is like double unders and strict pull ups. Like that combination, I think that combination is a is a is a secret to some like super level fitness. Mm-hmm. And I base that I base that all off of uh, watching the Mayhem Monday live streams. I watched Rich Froning do it, yeah. and I think it was both? it was something like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying both seem both require an enormous amount of stability in the whole middle part of the body, just constantly to do the pull ups and to do the uh, the double unders. Uh, that combo I've, I've always just noticed just gets me real tired, real fucking fast. So, yeah, yeah, he they were they were doing some type of structure. It was like AMRAP eight. You did a hundred uh, double unders, ten strict pull ups, eighty double unders, ten strict pull ups, sixty double unders, ten strict mm-hmm. pull ups down to zero, and you repeat that for an mm-hmm. AMRAP eight rest two minutes then repeat it again for amrap six rest two minutes repeat it again for amrap four and uh i did like three rounds of 50 double unders and 10 strict pull-ups and it, it was just a shit show guys it was <laughs> I, as soon as you finish your double unders you can't pull yourself your arms don't work anymore even even if you think you're not using your arms during double unders you're using your arms mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah, real you weird sure are yeah, yep, I got yep, yep. I, I watched one of those live streams and uh it was um it was Rich doing twenty five legless rope climbs for time. And, oh, that's why you asked that question. Right. Okay, so there I didn't tell you the full story behind it. Uh so no. basically I was watching this I was watching this live stream, it was twenty five uh legless rope climbs for time, and Rich is like, Oh, I don't know, man. I think it's gonna take me like fifteen minutes. I'm tired. We did like forty like we did like forty rope climbs yesterday. And I was like, Five minutes. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna take him like half that. It's gonna take he finished in like seven and a half minutes, by the way. Just under seven and a half minutes. <laughs> which is nice. stupid. It's a, that's a stupid amount of speed when it comes to that many legless rope climbs. So anyway, uh Dre is filming. He's like the mastermind behind the the media uh farm that is mayhem and so 
uh, he's filming and I was like, I, I was commenting. I was like, why not 50? Like, fuck it. It's going to take you 20 minutes to do 50 of them. Just do 50 of them. Fuck it. And uh, Dre uh, goes, you know what, Armin? You do 50 and I'll do 75. <laughs> and Tasia didn't hear that I had asked this question. So Tasia's like, you're going to do 75 legless rope climbs? Dre, you're going to die. And he's like, no, no, no. I told I told Armin he do he he'll do fifty and I'll do seventy five but he's he's not fit he's not gonna get that shit done like he'll take him he'll take him like three days or two days to get this thing done. <laughs> First of all, I appreciate him thinking it'll take me only two days. Like that is a <laughs> that is a week long endeavor for me to finish like, fifty legless rope climbs. It's like the the hospital's not gonna release you that quick. Yeah, after they've the, reattached your arms, it's gonna take a, at least a couple more days. That is a week long endeavor for me to to get that done. Uh, in the backyard with like the the slimy old rope that we have hanging out there. Uh, but secondarily, I was like, I I think I'm gonna have to take him up on this shit. Like, I think I'm gonna have to start and try. So I reached out to a couple friends, including Chase, and I was like, Chase, mm-hmm. how long would it take you to do 50 legless rope climbs? And Chase is like, I don't know, maybe like 45 minutes, maybe like an hour. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. So it'll, it'll probably take me like double that. This is my my assumption is it'll take me double whatever. So I like uh-huh. I, I was like, all right, I'll give this a shot. So I, 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 in case, in ca- by the way, this is how, this is how stupid my brain is, by the way, my brain was like, you might just do all 50 right now. Why don't you just grab your yeah. camera and set yourself up for success in case that's going to happen? Yeah. You had this like, like maybe it's just a question of gumption. And like, if you yeah, just yeah. go at it with a positive attitude, then suddenly, you know, there's everything you know about your body and the world and physics and physiology yes. will just change. I was like, You're I was like, I'm guy now. I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly what my <laughs> mindset was. My mindset was this. You've done at least two workouts with strict pull-ups in the past two weeks. Right. Yep. So obviously my strict pulling is, is yeah. there and yeah. I've worked out more than three times in the past two weeks. It's, I was like, I was like, I'm in the best shape of my life. That's, that's right. Like, like, you were like the, uh, you're like the kid who returns from summer vacation, but because he did pushups twice over summer vacation, he's like, look, I'm pretty actually like jacked. If you feel my muscle, it's pretty hard. Yes. Yeah, Kyle gets you. it. Next, next time you run in the Fraser, you're going to be like, actually, if you do your rope climbs like this, instead of strict pressing (laughs) yeah yeah so so that that was it so like my mind my mindset was like my mindset was like you know what dude i might just be able to fuck around and get these 50 like this rope climbs that literally this is is the same this is the same this might be my year thing just always come finding a way to creep back in maybe if i really just dial in my diet i'll have abs and make it to regionals yeah. So. Yeah. And there's so, also part of the same conversation where you're talking about how you were completely destroyed for three days from doing some pull-ups and strict push-ups. Strict that's very true. That's very true. So that's I, the I workout. Think, I think you'd be asleep for about about oh Rip Van Winkle. <laughs> yeah, you'd be. I'd be asleep for a year. So mm-hmm. so basically, uh, uh, by the way, I did that strict pull-up and push-up workout instead of these legless rope climbs. So that tells you how the legless rope climbs mm-hmm. went. So I set up with everything. So well, like, that you decided to kill yourself. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I pulled. Yeah, I pulled. I pulled like my camera out. I like set everything up in the backyard so I could film it. Yeah, I grabbed my chalk. I grabbed like a little like uh, Bluetooth speaker so I could listen to music or whatever. And I was like, all right, let's try this out. Let's like loosen up, fuck warming up. We'll just get it right into it. And I like did one legs rope climb. I was like, yeah, I could probably, I could probably do this. So I like, started my clock, and I was like, I'll do this on the minute. I'll, I'll do like one on the minute. Mm-hmm. Six minutes later. Six minutes later, one hand plus one more. So one hand plus my warm up rep later, I was like, 
now we're done. Fuck this. <laughs> this shit's not happening. This is not happening. You know what it was that told me it's not happening? I did, jumped did up. Gra- did, did gravity catch up real quick and no, pull I, you back down the rope? <laughs> I jumped up to do a legless rope climb and I just immediately clamped on with my feet. And I was like, oh God, even my body knows that this isn't going to work. <laughs> like only one small part of my brain, which is clearly an idiot is the only part of my brain that thought this was going to be okay. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, I need more training. I need more training, but I'm going to do this shit. Yeah, it's about mindset. I, I feel like it came from you, the story about Dre, like motherfucking Fraser on a, on a GHD workout. Is that, did that come from you? That came, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so that actually is another situation kind of like this, only yeah. it's with significantly it's exactly fitter like people. This. That that story is uh, Matt was looking. Matt was like training at Mayhem as he does, mm. and Dre was there. And uh, he asked Dre for a workout, like an EMOM. And he was like, "I kind of want to do GHD stuff." And Matt is like, Matt Matt's mindset uh, with stuff like that is very much like, okay, if I'm gonna ask for a workout from somebody. I'm going to find the thing that they're absolutely the best at. And I'm going to ask them to give me a workout that they think is super hard in the thing they're best at. So I can beat them at that. Like that's his thing. That's so rude. It it is. It's, it's fucking badass. It's super Mm -hmm. badass. And so according to Dre, I'm sorry, according to Matt, Dre is the best in the world at GHD sit-ups. That's his opinion. He's like, he's like Dre, will beat anyone at anything that has mm. GH, that has like volume GHD sit-ups in it because mm-hmm. he's the best in the world at volume GHD sit-ups. And I was like, okay, so what happened? He's like, okay, so I asked him for a workout. It was like an EMOM that had GHD sit-ups. And it was something like, it was like heavy, I want to say it was like heavy wall ball and GHD sit-ups alternating with like this crazy volume. Like by the end of the 20 minutes, he had done like mm. hundreds, like several hundreds of ghd sit-ups and wall ball <laughs> and so no, armin this seems like a pretty good workout to throw yourself right into tomorrow yeah yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do this tomorrow oh bummer i got rid of my ghd not too long ago oh, uh so what a shame i would like to see you just run blindly into the middle of it so i think so, the amount of rhabdo use. the amount of rhabdo in your lower abs would be so much that i think your abs would detach and fold up into your rib cage like curtains on a window <laughs> yes. i think yeah. the bottom the Three bottom half of your that roll up the bottom half of your body would separate, dance around just your legs, and then just kick the shit out of your head for deciding to do this. <laughs> That's what would I think, happen. I think my body would be so full of inflammation that I, I would overheat, and the heat coming off my body would be able mm-hmm. to power the entire mm-hmm. house for a week. That, that is literally me almost every day, by the <laughs> way. Uh, and, and GHD soreness is the worst soreness because mm. like, you could literally throw yourself into a wood chipper and like be like, like doing like a rich froding level workout and be like, damn, I crushed it today. And then the next four days, you're crippled and you feel like a fat shit because your whole midsection's inflamed. So, and you can't like, you can't stand up all the way. You're literally like stuck in the Cheeto eating position, feeling fat as shit. And, and you can't, and, work, out. You can't work out to like, any intensity. It seems like a pretty good workout idea. <laughs> the yeah. Cheetos. There's no payoff either. Like you no. don't come out of it looking jacked. <laughs> yes, but the payoff is the excuse to eat Cheetos. That's what I'm hearing. I, I, I heard from around. a fitness expert, from a fit fitness expert employed in the fitness industry, which Sally Corcon is, has just recommended doing GHD sit-ups 
uh, uh, and eating Cheetos afterwards. That is for two days. For two, for two days. days. Two days of Cheetos. Like the the dust that they use for Cheetos actually has creatine in it. <laughs> <laughs> Dope, uh, dude. So this that story would be, gets actually. Oh wait, protein Cheetos. Why hasn't anyone done that yet? One hundred percent that exists. One hundred percent that exists. That has to. I'm sure. Uh, uh, well, okay, and so then hold, dust with a little creatine. You so know, this little... this story gets better. This story gets better. You can make those yourself, Kyle. Yeah, Matt... just put them in a big jar and shake it with some pretty creatine. <laughs> so so Matt asks Dre for this workout. Dre gives him this fucking crazy ass workout, and uh, uh, the uh, the the next day. Matt's like, Dre, are you fucking kidding me? Like you did that entire, you did that entire workout. Like I am ruined right now. You did that entire thing. And Dre was like, yeah, man, what are you talking about? It was just, it was fine. It was not a big deal at all. Like three weeks later, Matt is still like, I am fucked from this workout. What happened? And I think it was Tasia that was like, there's Dre didn't do that. Like, you know that he did. He actually just made up a fucking stupid workout for you to do. And he did not do that actual workout. And then he was like, Dre, is this true? And he's like, yeah, no, there's, I didn't do that workout. There's no way. I did that workout. <laughs> you love to see it. Yeah. It's uh, that's some perfect. Trolling uh, at its uh, finest. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Awesome. Um, I think, uh, I think, I think it's one of those situations where, you know, it's, it's almost, it's almost like an unbelievable level of fitness. Like you can actually pull off impossible workouts at a, mm-hmm. at a certain point. Damn dude. Any, yep. Anything on Hepner's page is that man. Yeah. I, I'm, con- I'm 100% convinced that Hepner's Instagram page is just a fucking troll. And anybody that like signs up for Midwest made his, uh, his programming out there, like, I don't. I don't know what 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 are you expecting? Like his workouts are just like every three minutes uh, on on three minutes you got to complete fifty cal on the assault bike, uh, six <laughs> minutes of, of uh, wall sits and twelve hundred strict press, dude. Every three minutes for fifteen rounds, Hepner. and you're like, well, first of all, there's six minutes of wall sits. <laughs> do you this remember? Add up. Chase, do you remember we we started we you're started not, the whole impossible to collapse time yet, Chase? You got to be fit enough to collapse time into That's time. What you get so fit. You warp the space-time continuum, man. Yeah, so you have to perineum sunning and then and then fitness. You combine those two energies, and you can collapse six minutes into three. We, All right, continue. We started the whole impossible workout thing. You remember that, right, Chase? Yeah. So we started. Do you, what was the workout? Do you remember what the workout was? Mm. It was like Hepner came up with this impossible workout. It was like it had like toes to bar and thrusters or something like that. It was like a series of them, and it was yeah. stupid. Well, well, so we we posted the first one. We posted it on on Flo's Instagram page, and then don't you remember Fraser did it in like half the time it took Hepner oh, it, to do it, it? It was like it was like strict handstand pushups and something. Else. Yeah, yeah, Maybe it was like wall it, balls. It was something crazy. It was, it was an emom. It was like an. That's un- what it was. It was like an impossible emom, and and uh-huh. and Matt posted it like three days later on his Instagram, mm. which means he did it immediately, mm. and saying basically like, uh, it was like this impossible workout was actually really easy. <laughs> well, the the thing is, is like we use like maybe hashtag like hashtag impossible workout, and he like po- he like he didn't add us. He just said some people are going around saying this is impossible workout, and like just posted <laughs> it, fucking. Oh, uh, man. Ouch. Yeah, subtweet. But, 
but fucking uh hepner's hepner's impossible workouts like here's one he just posted uh a few days ago it's a six minute cap so he, basically he writes these workouts and then he comes up with the hardest possible cap that he thinks he could be able to finish it barely mm. so six minute cap and it's two rounds of 30 ghd sit-ups and 30 thrusters and a 200 meter run on the assault runner mm. and he finished it in 554 how many rounds two rounds okay there you go. So it's 60 Jesus. GHD sit-ups, 60 thrusters, and a 400-meter run. <laughs> so let, let, let Wait, me tell what? you how... That doesn't make any yeah. sense. Where do you get the time to do all that? Yeah. <laughs> Once again, We're warping at... the space-time continuum. Uh, yeah, I know. Exactly. Because there's there's the if you have to do a 400-meter run, what, where's the time? What, he, what he's not telling you is that whenever he runs, he's able, this with the force of his feet, to turn the world backwards. So no, every time no, he does no, a 400-meter no. run... Here's how he does it. Here's how he does it. With the force of his fitness, he hoists the entire GHD onto his abdomen, and then he runs the 400 meter on his hands while bending the GHD and executing GHD <laughs> setups during the run itself, thereby collapsing time into itself with a combination of fitness and, and butthole sunning. That's so you're on to happening. It. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how okay, telekinesis. I'm, I'm joking about. I'm joking and, and saying, you know, like Hepner posts these ridiculous workouts, right? Well, Mayhem posted a workout that was 75 toe to bar and 25 sandbag cleans in mm. under five minutes. And I, I looked at that and I was like, man, I'm feeling pretty good about my toe to bar and I can fuck a sandbag up. I was like, mm. I think I could do this right before I like right before I did it. And I was feeling super confident. I was like, this is probably like a four minute workout for me, like two and two. Mm hmm. Right, right before I do it, I watched Hepner do it like on his uh, YouTube page, and it literally took him up until 4:59 to finish. Like he did the last clean on the last second, and I was like, "Well, it's probably just a fluke. He does a lot of other workouts." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it's, I got I got like maybe ten cleans before the five minute mark hit, but mm. it, it was just so crushed. But that yep. that's what I'm saying. Like it's the uh, you know maybe. The, this is my year. It always, it's always back head. Just like yeah, you're probably not a big deal. This is why. This is why all of you need to start programming individual workouts for yourselves that are very easy and not pay attention to anyone else. This is my strategy because no matter what I do, I always program within my limits. And then when I when I finish, I feel like a champion. Later on, I remember I'm only using 25 pound dumbbells, but I never compare myself to anyone because. Then where do you get with that? Instead, I win the CrossFit Games every day on my patio by, by doing tiny workouts and then taking the occasional break to, you know, have some LaCroix or whatever, you know. You know. What, what I've been doing uh, recently is looking at, you guys know who Royce Dunn is? Dune? Yes. Dunn? Royce Dunn, yeah. He's a, he's a member of the other Mayhem team. But, uh, he's a giant I find, as well. I find myself having a lot of success doing his conditioning workouts and comparing scores and then if we do strength like if he does a strength piece i do those do those kind of kind of as well but i just change the weights and i just forget that i just forget that i'm not doing 245 for the cleans i'm like mm -hmm. yeah well royce did it in like three minutes and it took me like 312 with half the weight not a big deal but mm -hmm. i just forget mm -hmm. that you can make yourself selectively forget stuff and then you're, you're way fitter yep for sure for sure. Like I, I, I've literally allowed it to inhabit my mind before the thought that like, man, I don't know what it is, but like, I was good at snatching before, but 
now I'm really nailing it. And then I realized that it's because I'm only using the bar <laughs> to train with. And therefore, my my elaborate flailing pantomime feels great. <laughs> it feels if, if you, like a good... <laughs> if you ever feel like that, do not watch a video of yourself snatching. Ex no matter... Exactly. No, because no that's the thing. And then you, you feel. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> then you see if it's like, I just maybe I should take a video because like, I really feel like I'm nailing this right now. And like, I think that, you know, maybe I'll even like hashtag fitness it to Instagram or something. And you do it and you realize that you're just in like, remember that video of lightsaber guy who just like flings around that lightsaber like. thing? That's <laughs> what you look, look like. like. You look like lightsaber kid. And you're like, huh, I hope this never gets on the Internet. <laughs> And then you delete like, it, and then you go home and you eat Cheetos like we discussed before. I'm, I'm like, I, I watch those videos. And I'm like, man, I am one. I am one misstep away from being an AFV video, like America's Funniest mm -hmm. Videos, right here. Yes, I, I, we all have had a, a a a totally like viral capable epic fail in the gym that has happened, but thankfully no one was filming, or if it, you were filming, you just deleted it wisely. My, I had a barbell come down on the back of my neck one time and just, just fucking plant my face into the ground. I'm sure that looked hilarious. Didn't I, feel great, but I I'm once, glad uh, no one was filming. I once snatched a, a bar into the tip of my dick and had to go to urgent <laughs> care. That, that. I know that could have been the best <laughs> epic fail, epic CrossFit it. fail of all time. If only yep. someone would have been reporting that. You and you, so you made vigorous hip contact, <sighs> and then you just basically smashed your wiener with the bar against your pelvis. Yeah, so and that, that is what happened. You see, when uh, I, I mean, a, a couple here's here's the the actual damage was done because <laughs> the. Uh, my, my the tip of my dick was caught between my my pelvis and the bar, and also the metal aglets that were uh, the drawstrings on my shorts. <laughs> ah, so thank you, Lululemon. Since then, I've actually never worn shorts with metal aglets in case it ever happened again. But because a lot you of already, people, because you, you already carry two with you at all times right. in your peener, they that's were right. they were they're inoperable. I am now. Out. I now have. I I, I I I mean, on the plus side, I have a, I have two Prince Alberts now, so that's pretty good. <laughs> nice. uh, no, so the uh, <laughs> so. You know, a lot of people ask me how this happens, um, and uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of people ask me all the time. I meet actually. new people. I tell them about how I smash my dick. It's the number one. <laughs> it's the number one question I get is how could this possibly happen? Uh, and the, what, the what answer I'm, is, I'm curious about though is how to coach someone so that they smash their dick, but that they are not aware. They're not aware that. I that's think I think it might be uncoachable because mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it's because my dick is so small mm -hmm. that getting into the bottom position of the snatch folded it upwards into the the pelvis waistband. It, yeah, into the waistband. <laughs> it's just it's just such a tiny. It has no weight to itself, so it doesn't. <laughs> gravity doesn't pull it down. It just just sticks out and then gets folded back up and uh. smashed. Yeah. <laughs> So, Rad. so just don't have a really tiny dick and you're fine, I think. I don't know. Chase and I don't have that problem, right, Chase? Right. <laughs> Fully torqued CrossFit. Yes, God that's right. Man. 
<laughs> I, I don't uh, dude, where do you go, go from there <laughs> i don't know i went to urgent care is where i was I expecting went. i was expecting more of a, a robust retelling of the anecdote of uh, of the dick smashing so you went to urgent care you uh you were humiliated you had to parade probably through the front doors with your pants around your ankles with a bunch of girls pointing and snickering at you but it the was usual important. usual yeah. yeah yeah i had i had like a, an 80 year old like indian doctor fondle my my dick for a second just like confused. Did he say, oh no. Oh yeah. no. Very, very confused. <laughs> it was like the hangover. Like, you know, he he's like talking to Katie while he's touching my dick and, and Katie's like Yeah, he he obviously wouldn't believe your story of how Yeah, of course not. Of course not. That injury. He was a, he knew there was some weird sex stuff that was going on. It's like he, episode, it's like it's like in Jackass the movie where the Indian doctor finds the uh finds R. the up Ryan Dunn's ass. He was crazy shit happened that previous night to result in that injury that's why he's looking at katie he's like what the uh, fuck did you do he, yeah he's called he, weird he, yeah, sex Arm, cult is this armin has a weird sex fetish called uh called the called the dennis the menace where he just needs people to just fire things with a slingshot into his dick and that's how those metal aglet like indentations yeah. happen there he, that yeah. doctor sees that shit all the time because armin yeah. is from la so he sees weird shit super kinky motherfuckers yeah so so basically yes he's like he's like oh you're you're gonna be just fine to me and he looks at Katie. he's like it's never gonna work no feeling no. forever something working on yeah. hey did, did you guys i don't know if i made this up but uh johnny knoxville his junk does not work do you guys know that i would no. elaborate you mean, huh i listen i'm i might be making shit up but i remember reading an article <laughs> Where he was like in an interview talking about like I think it might have been Jackass three or Jackass two, but they right. did some type of stunt, and uh, it resulted in him like losing all functionality of his dick. Uh, like it's just like it's just a flaccid member. Interesting. Our boy Johnny Knoxville can't re reproduce now at this point. I feel like we should verify that before we just start telling Let's the world out that there. some guys' but dick, doesn't Knoxville's <laughs> dick doesn't work. I don't want to be the ones who started that rumor. I know. That man, that man is a hard penis of a human being, though, because he jumps off of stuff. So that's, yeah, that's what happens when you make your whole your whole body a hard penis. You lose the ability. Word, yeah. word. I don't know where Oof. that came from. But. Well, we know that. Uh, speaking of being a hard penis of a, of a human being, I think they announced that there's going to be a Jackass four uh, forthcoming at some point. So we'll see. Why? We'll see. Why? Because why not? <laughs> But because it's it's the jackass it's awesome. the greatest thing ever, and we can right. only expect to get better. We can only expect even more injuries. A lot of broken hips this time. Yes, I they're they're literally going to merge with that jackass one or two image of them as old men that pops up uh, mm -hmm. at the beginning or end, uh, where they are all in old age makeup. He they, like he will like Johnny Knoxville will become Bab Grandpa and like mm -hmm. and until he can just literally go on the street as an old man and curse people out and freak Keep them out. Keep doing it until they ultimately get taken out because you know yes. why it's it would be a good death. Yes, it would be a good death. Yeah. That one that death makes sense. I I I how many times can you see a like a snake bite Steve-O's dick? Aren't they all sober now anyway? Like don't you have that, to be super fucked up to have done this? No. They no, were sober. No, they were all. sober before uh, they did Jackass uh, 3. Apparently they were all on a lot of drugs in Jackass 2, so everything's crazy. Then they all got sober into Jackass 3. So they've been sober for a while. And Jackass 3 is rad. So, I mean a couple of them have died since, but uh you know, but I think they really still have it, even without the drugs. And I follow uh, Steve-O on the YouTube. He uh, he is fun. 
And uh, yeah, so I think that I think it is exactly what we need right now. We need some chaotic jumping off of a railroad trestle energy, and they're here to bring that. Maybe they'll be the ones to test out like the whole Lysol injected to cure coronavirus thing. Yes. Uh, Kim, Kim Jong-un already did that, dog. Sweet. Dude, is Kim Jong-un dead? That is the speculation, yeah. Did you see the, did you see the <laughs> meme about it? With... It, was like, it, it was like Kim Jong-un on the phone and Donald Trump's on the other line. He's, and Kim Jong-un's like, so you just inject it? And Donald Trump's like, yeah, dude, for fuck sure. <laughs> <laughs> And like doing the like off camera, like look into the camera look from the office. Uh, I love <laughs> yeah. that for fuck sure, Rad. Mm. Uh, hey, so where's this? I haven't, I haven't heard about this. So I've, I've, I've been kind of tuned out. So there's speculation that Kim Jong Un is dead. Tell me about this. Yes. Apparently a botched heart surgery or something that he's either in a coma or dead. Conflicting reports from Japanese language and in uh, Chinese language stuff from the region. Mm. But yeah, but he's been he's been out of the public eye for a while now for like a couple of weeks and, and so he missed he missed some sort of like very important unmissable like celebration that he would never have missed otherwise mm-hmm. there's lots of talk of his sister taking over there his, his mm-hmm. uh, younger sister being the thing but who knows yes. yeah i didn't I, I hadn't heard anything about it i didn't know if it was legit i just saw memes isn't that weird how that's how we get our news now like, <laughs> That's how I find out real things. Yes. Well, it's like it's this it's this little like this little nutrient node that just sort of ooh that's that's funny. I want to understand that joke. Why, why is Donald Trump saying for fuck sure? And then you end up on a real news well, website it's, it's, it's a little while like, later, it's getting just the like juice. The, it's just like the old newspapers, man. You see the political cartoons. There, go to the political cartoons. You get the gist of what's going on. That's what memes are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's insightful. Exactly. Hey, I wanted to confirm that Johnny Knoxville, in fact, did break his penis, but it wasn't during Jackass 2 or 3. It was during uh, an Evil Knievel tribute thing. He flipped a motorcycle, and it resulted in him breaking it and permanently disfiguring it. And he he says that it's like just a a chewed-up dog toy and a sock (laughs) that's lost all of its elasticity. Uh. So... It doesn't say if uh, it permanently doesn't work, but it's permanently uh, fucked up looking. Yeah, I think that I think it's very on brand for though for Johnny Knoxville to speak uh, with hyperbole about how mangled his penis is. (laughs) I feel like though, if he didn't have a good, solid, functional member with not just not just length, but a good amount of of breadth and and overall girth to it, he would not have uh, the hardiness to, uh, to to soldier on for a jackass four. So. Yeah, you know, if you if you want to read the stars, uh, you know, if Jackass Four ends up getting canceled, maybe his penis doesn't work. If it goes forward, we know healthy, girthy member. <laughs> God bless. God bless. You know, somewhere in Jackass Four, uh, all their dicks will pop up on screen. So we'll see. Exactly. We Though, see. hey, good. Ooh, counterpoint, conspiratorial point. You see a lot of penises in the Jackass movies. You do not see Johnny Knox Johnny Knoxville's penis as much as you see That's the true. other. True. I don't recall that. That's true. That's uh, come, nothing. Nothing comes to top of mind. Is it just some sort of weird bifurcated hydra of a uh, <laughs> of a penis? We don't know. We had a giant. Um, does it look like an orchid? We're not sure. <laughs> so, so Jeff Tremaine is the guy that like produces and directs, I guess. Yeah, Jackass, he directed right? the Jackass movies. Have, yeah. you, have you guys mm-hmm. seen Wonderful Whites of West Virginia? Yeah, no, I have, I have it's not. Very, it's lots of fun. Lots of fun. It's it's a great it's a great flick. Uh, Armin and Kyle, you definitely should check it out. Especially if you like it? Tiger King. 
I've been hearing know. a lot. Look it up on Tiger. iTunes. Yeah. yeah, since since Tiger King started, I've heard a bunch of people mentioning uh, Whites of West Virginia, which yes. I never saw uh, back in the day, and I, I, I should check it out. It is way way less slickly produced, way more raw, way more authentic, rather than this this neatly packaged Netflix product that all the <laughs> all the normal people are watching. That's right. But yeah, it, mm-hmm. we want more authentic, authentic people, not this commercialized white trash people exactly. from the backwoods of wherever the fuck no, it's, yeah it's great man <laughs> katie katie and i just watched um too hot to handle like the new it's like a new reality too cold show to hold too <laughs> nice uh new reality show on netflix it sucks it sucks it's bad it's not mm. good it's like what and is it coming from somebody by the way who loves trashy reality tv shows this one was not good it was not good um it's basically the premise is they take a bunch of uh, like super like horny, slutty, like reality show star type people and put them on an island and uh, together so that they're all temp- tempted to have sex with one another and then tell them that the only way they get paid is if they don't have any sort of sexual contact. It's like no kissing, no touching, no jerking off, no no having sex with each other. So oh, the, that's where the memes come from. What memes? Uh, it's like the the pictures of that whole cast standing there, and it's like you gotta be on this island for blah 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 and get paid two million dollars for not having sex. And then it's like a nerd at the bottom. He's like, "You guys are getting paid." <laughs> yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly where the memes come from. I didn't yeah, know what so, it was about. So the show, the show is like the con- that concept. That concept has just enough meat on its bones to actually be able to function as like a thread through which the entire show functions but the actual like way the show progresses is so not good as in like they have they have like they have like six or seven different reality show ideas that they implement and none of them are are meaty enough to actually matter or or be interesting on their own. So together it becomes like this really weird amalgamation. For example, you know, I gave you the basic premise of like sex addicted, like, you know, 20 something year old co-eds being tempted but forced to not have sex with one another. Uh, the show's host is a robot. It's a, it's like an Alexa. Right, ah. So immediately with, and with that one word, everything previously, which was very vague that you had said, suddenly crystallized. I'm like, yes. well, what do you mean, Armin? How couldn't the basic elements of reality television contrast each other so harshly that it would somehow sour the experience as the whole thing is kind of tasteless to begin with? And the moment you said robot, yep. then I began to understand. Now continue, Armin. The host, want- so the host of the show is like, uh, like a, it looks like a Siri or Alexa thing. It's like this this white cone tower, and they call it Lana. And you can tell that it's all ADR'd, like it's completely all voiceover done in it's post. A con- it, it's a cone. It's a cone. It looks like it looks like a, mm. a traffic cone, but it's or white a butt plug, and, and it, or a butt plug, and it has like it has like lights on Apple. it. That's yes. what I'm picturing. I'm picturing, yes. I'm pretty, I'm, that's what I'm picturing. I'm picturing like a, a conical monolith that has like an Apple Apple Store vibe. It does. That the, okay. That's sweet. exactly it. That's exactly it. And and uh, you know a white plastic, shiny white plastic, uh, with some LED lights on it. Mm-hmm. And they the cast members are are forced to converse with it, like to talk <laughs> to it, 
even mm. though it's like you know it's probably like a two-way walkie-talkie of some sort like talking to the producers and then they just mm-hmm. VO'd like a British lady's voice over it mm-hmm. um, so there's that right but there's also a narrator who's a, who's like tongue-in-cheek like oh we're making a really goofy trashy reality tv show let's make fun of the producers and make fun of the contestants and make fun of what they're actually doing right oh my god they're doing a retreat about you know uh you know male energy how how what that's crazy this guy looks like jesus and it's like okay what the fuck is going on right now how is that how is that narration or commentary introduced they actually have the the producers on screen no it's just a it's just like you know how like uh there could be a trailer and someone's describing what's happening during a trailer that Uh just happens constantly during the entire show in every episode of the entire thing and it's basically mm, like, again, you look at it and you're like, okay, so you guys thought you could be tongue in like the, the, this is a, a, an interesting idea. You have like tongue in cheek, like, oh, we know that we're trashy reality TV and we're just going to lean into it a little bit and poke fun of ourselves. Like, you know, oh, the producers don't know what to do next. So we're going to go ahead and put them in this room together and make them look sexy with one another. Like, right. They do that all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but but then you also realize that you didn't actually have any real narrative thread throughout any of the episodes <laughs> and you just had to lean on this way 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 too hard to actually make any storylines happen gotcha it's so it's, it's essentially really, like, it's like it's like pop-up video basically uh where they just have commentators uh making fun of uh just bad inert uh dates between are these former reality stars presumably they're not so it's all it's 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 like uh it's not people who would be recognizable mm. or would have been on like any other shows they, or anything, they look but like i've seen this they look like they're drawn from the same crop that endless dr- exactly. crop of, of a fit 20 somethings drawn from all over the country who all mm-hmm. can la to be in reality tv shows yeah. It's like mm-hmm. the the most interesting thing about it is the fact that the cast is really diverse internationally. Like it's the mm. first time I've seen a reality TV show that has a cast that's from like all over Europe and all over the states at the same time. Word. Like word, I, word. I just haven't seen that come together before, but you know, I don't know. That was that was that was the only really interesting part about the entire thing. The rest of it is like it's like, dude, they they they. This, this is a symptom of the quarantine that we're sitting that we're just we've discussed so long. This reality show on Netflix. They don't even do a good job. They don't even do a good job of laying out the stakes of what is going on. They just they just kind of like start and things happen, but they never explain like what the actual prize is or what the game is or who how they decide who wins or like what actual like competitions are going to happen or like what is on the line for anything it just that things just sounds, happens mm-hmm. that sounds a lot more close to like actual reality than an actual reality show <laughs> like it just starts and i don't know what the challenges of the day are going to be and uh, i don't know what the prize is at the end but i don't tur- want to be here <laughs> turns out arvid is actually just watching old reruns of the real world from the 90s he thinks he's just watching <laughs> he's like, i don't get it i don't understand the challenges i don't understand the prizes clearly there's just some sort of pastiche of reality who is this robot <laughs> <laughs> That's Max Headroom. Oh, shit. Exactly. It's just the, yeah, that's just the MTV identification come popping on. You're watching MTV. Ha ha ha. I'm Max Headroom. And he's like, I don't understand what this robot has to do with anything. Uh, that's what's going on. Remember the real world, guys? I used to watch sure that show a lot. Yeah. I saw the early Yovan appearances on YouTube lately. Very fun. Very fun. <laughs> well, gentlemen. Yeah, man. I- 
I think uh, I think this is a good time as any to call it after Word. that ridiculous show. I tell you what, might have to do that. Mm-hmm. How long we've we been going yeah. here? That seemed fast. Uh, just under an hour, like fifty something minutes. Word. 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 Yeah. Word. Word. Yeah. Uh, no, this not much new happening in the quarantine these days, you guys. But oh, here's an interesting thing. Uh, I will I will I will leave you guys with this. For for a good good long while, for a good long while, many 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 sandsters and the hardcore sandsters. So I'm glad we saved this for the very end because it's only the hardcore sandsters, all twelve of them, who are still listening here at the end. Uh, for a good long while, Shout many out of Enrique. you. Goddamn right. Uh, shout out our moms. <laughs> exactly. Shout out mom. Uh, <laughs> people have asked and tweeted and direct messaged uh, Cliff and I saying, you and Cliff should do a podcast where you just talk about movies. So later on today, Cliff and I are going to attempt, we did a, a kind of a pilot episode, a sort of a test episode a couple days ago, but Cliff and I are going to try and record our first official episode of a podcast, details forthcoming, uh, where Cliff and I just talk about movies. So that is one uh, bounty of this quarantine, which hopefully we will merge with, is, is something new. So uh, look for that coming. Oh, yeah. And and one way that you could find out details would be to follow me at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most central Instagram account on the internet. Damn, flawless transition. Mm-hmm. I'm very fucking good at what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also find that podcast by following at Cliff Bogart on an Instagram account that's the quarantine goals are to post kettlebell in a park pictures of myself yeah that's 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 my goal of working it's a great with the goal kettlebell. i'm entering the kettlebell with the goal of being good enough at it that i can go into a little park next door and not look stupid Ooh, so what if, if, what if it's like a long what if it's like a long kettlebell transformation where like it starts with you in the park and then like a year later you're just fucking all ripped with a six-pack and just like with a giant fucking sasquatch kettlebell that's a goal. Visualize that. It could be done. It could be done. Need to find the right same time of day, magic hour. So it's uh, same consistent lighting conditions. I agree. Word. You should just you should just do a photo now and then Photoshop a later version and post it in like five weeks and tell people follow my kettlebell program. Here this comes my ebook. Is. Yeah, here's my ebook. Right idea. <laughs> hey, yes, uh, forty-five dollar lo- ebook. <laughs> speaking More of long, buy it. Long-term Sansters and dedicated Scale as Nation people. Uh, I had Jeff Little reach out to us. Senior correspondent Jeff Little uh, reached out after Donald Trump made the announcement about Lysol being injectable. Mm. And he's like, uh, it was along the terms of uh, Donald Trump saying, yeah, you could put like disinfectant in you and maybe even put UV light inside of you. And Jeff Little's like, this is a prime time for (laughs) Sam Dancer to join (laughs) president trump's cabinet as yes. part of the you know part of the uh fucking disease uh you know control department dude i'm telling um, you like perineum sunning like getting that light up in your body that's what's going to keep that uh, coronavirus at bay that uv light inside i'm telling you bring light into the dark places and you shall be released or something i don't know just fucking that's what i'm saying man fitness get yeah, it dog well, you can find me at Chase504. Uh, you can also find me on Animal Crossing at Chase504. You can hit up my island and, uh, you know, I won't rob you. And uh, we can we can fucking make some plants together. Let's do it. <laughs> let's, let's, let's wear dope-ass fake clothes and uh, enjoy being together, community, through Animal Crossing. 
that's all that's I'm pretty, here about. That's pretty dope, Chase. That's pretty dope. That's right. Uh, you can find me at Arm at Arm and Hammer TV. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for watching and listening. We appreciate it. Stay safe, and we'll see you guys very soon. Take care. Later. Good night. Love you. Bye bye. <laughs>